Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. So how are you doing today, babe? I'm wonderful. I can't complain. How about yourself? I'm pretty well. Today's topic is belief. Belief? Okay. What do you believe in? What do I believe in? As um, broad as the question is, just tell me what the things I that believe you believe in. in. Um, I believe in self. I believe in a higher power. I believe in um, many different things. Okay. How about yourself? I believe in love. I believe in happiness. Mm -hmm. I believe in success. I believe in a lot of things, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I just wanted to bring this topic up because as we explore our creative habits on this podcast, I think it's important to kind of discuss the things that we believe in Mm. and to see and figure out ways to make sure that we are in tune with ourselves. Okay. (laughs) So belief helps you become in tune with yourself. Yes. The things that you believe in. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. So belief is an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists. Outside of yourself. Outside of yourself. Okay. Like religion, like. Yeah, like God religion or spirituality. Christ- yeah, God and Christianity. and Yeah. Okay, okay. What are your thoughts on that? What What do you believe in as far as religion? Are you religious? Are you spiritual? Um, a little I, bit of both? I was raised in a very religious family. Uh, my aunt is a pastor or preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother is religious to a certain extent. You know, she's, I never really seen her go to church very often, but she definitely believes in a higher power, which is why I believe that, um, my beliefs on religion is a lot different than, you know, the regular Christian or someone who believes in those type of things. So what do you believe in? I believe in a higher power. I I believe that instead of looking out of outside of yourself for um the higher power you have to look within uh is there a god i believe that there is a god i believe that there is a master creator but Mm -hmm. i also believe that there's no one path to god which a lot of christians believe like don't get me wrong i'm not downplaying anybody's belief systems but um I believe that God is like the ocean and um, religion is like the many rivers and streams that lead to that ocean. So there's no one direct pathway to God, if that okay. makes sense. That's interesting. I'm trying to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would say that I am spiritual. Mm-hmm. I do believe there is a God. I do believe that there is a creator. Um, but I don't think that... I want to minimize my 
understanding of what I un- what I initially understood what okay. God was. Okay. So now that I'm an adult and now that I am able to make decisions for myself and research things and learn things from other traditions and cultures, mm-hmm. I find that for me, Jesus Christ mm-hmm. is not my Lord or Savior. Really? <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. People are going to come out with the um, the tiki torches. <laughs> right? I Explain. What also, do you mean by that? What do I mean by that? Yeah, what do you mean I by don't that? want to limit my idea of God as a man or a he or a thing or mm, a person. Okay. What if it's not even that, you know? Okay, okay. What if it's a combination of all of our ancestors? Mm, or mm. what if it's not even... A person. What if it's like just a being, an energy, uh, an energy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we sound very loopy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, not to downplay religions, because I feel like at the end of the day, all religions say the same exact thing. And certain people need structure. You know, religion mm-hmm. brings a lot of um, structure and values, customs, values, beliefs, morality right. to certain people who who actually like need it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. I believe that maybe all the religions across the world stem from the same source, like you said. Um, maybe each culture is just like a different translation of it. Right. You know, like... Because I feel like religions are almost like the game. Oh, I hate to be so rude to people's beliefs and religions, please. Mm -hmm. I don't say this to be an awful human being or Mm -hmm. insulting, but I feel like it's the game telephone Mm -hmm. where there's um, an amount of information that's given from one person to another person. Mm -hmm. And even though the message is pure and the message is passed on across each different person. Yeah. There's something along the lines that either gets lost or it becomes fabricated or there's another story added on top of it. Mm -hmm. So for my own observation in religions, I find that a lot of religions have restrictions specifically for women. Yeah, definitely. Like you can't do this or you can't wear this or wear this because, you know. Definitely. So I don't like those re- restrictions because I feel like no matter what, everybody should still have the same access and reach mm-hmm. to that higher person or higher God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without having to limit their their ability to be themselves. Okay, okay. So that's why I don't like to label myself with one religion. Although that I although I believe in God, I don't want to say I I believe in this. Yeah. But it it's it's funny <laughs> to me because a lot of the major religions like you said are more of a patriarchy, um more masculine based um everyone assumes that the creator is just a, he. Tr- a he, which doesn't really make sense to me because creation 
on our physical realm happens through women. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, it, yeah. and it, it, it takes two. It takes two. Exactly. Like, so what if it's two beings that are God? What if it's what more than one person that is a like, God? Just like with plants, a plant, a seed from a plant will never grow without fertile soil. Mm-hmm. It needs two. It's a balance between the two. So to say that God is just strictly a man that's just sprinkling pixie dust to it's, make people yeah. it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make re- sense. It doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. You know? But I think that understanding of the creator or creators originated out of the motherland, out of the continent of Africa. Mm. You know, they were the first to understand that you can't have a god without a goddess. Right. You know? But what's interesting to me, and I don't want to be mistaken, I will ask her mm-hmm. when I get the chance, but my mother said something very interesting to me. The word for woman in Shona, like traditional Shona, mm-hmm. I believe translates down to God. Mm. It makes sense. It so makes why, sense. you know, like I feel like there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I believe that there's a God, but I don't want to have to go every Sunday somewhere to praise or to sing or to pray. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why can't I pray by doing artwork? Yeah. Why can't I pray or find my own way of connecting to God Yeah. without accessing or consulting somebody else? I think a lot of the major religions as well were written by man. You know, mm. a lot of people claim that no disrespect to anybody in your religion, but a lot of people claim that the Bible is the word of God. But but how would you know that? That's my question. Like, like, were you there when that person was writing that Bible? Exactly. That's and, the that's the and only thing that knocks me off. Practice today is the translations of those different religions. Yeah. Like, who translated those? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the King James Version, he, King James took several books outside of the, several chapters outside of the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not sure why he did that, but it just shows you that men across the ages picked, picked and choose what goes into the books and, and what stays remains exactly. out. Exactly. You were also the person that told me that um, Christianity originated in Ethiopia. It did. So even that where we, we're not even knowledgeable of most of the history of what we are believing in yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I'm telling you, every major religion, well, mostly every, just to say uh, Christianity, Hebrew, mm-hmm. uh Islam, the Quran, it all originated out of Africa. Hmm. Um, a lot of the ancient Hebrews and Jews originated from Ethiopia as well. So you have Christianity that originated in Ethiopia. Then you have um, the Jewish beliefs originated in, in Ethiopia. You know? Hmm. That's maybe debatable because I heard also that um, there was... Uh traces or um evidence that 
there was uh, Jewish people in the southern region of Africa as well. So. But it all originated out of the continent. Yeah. You know anyway, I mean? <laughs> you know we're not I mean? scholars in this field, but, but I feel like it's um, just it's just speculation. But if you you know just follow like the the root of it, a lot of it originated out of Africa. I believe you, but what what I. Still, I'm trying to figure out as I'm not believing religions because the the pros of religion, to be mm-hmm. honest, are those values mm-hmm. or are the ways that you can guide yourself mm-hmm. to consult or confide in something that's already there. Like there's a a, a step by step for how to resolve an issue that you have or how to deal with something you're going through. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have those tools outside of religion, who do you confide in? A lot of people don't know. I, For me, I would confine in my parent, my mother. Mm-hmm. You know, she taught me a, a good sense of morality and mm-hmm. how to navigate through um, positive and negative situations. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like you said, uh, in Shona, the word of mother is God, is this quote <clears throat> that I, uh, I forget who, who said it, but it says the mother... God is the name, no, mother is the name of God upon the lips and hearts of all children. So it, it all comes back, you know what I mean? Like, right. our children, and when we were kids, like, before we knew anything, you know, like, little babies, we looked to our, our, our parents as gods, you know, because they told I us. I see that. Yeah, but they yeah, told yeah, yeah. us what, what was right, what was exactly, wrong. Exactly, but. Your family comes from a Christian Christian background, and mm-hmm. so does my family. Mm-hmm. And my mother's uh, side of the family that we married into, yeah. that's her, like, that's a whole different belief there as well. But within those religions and spiritualities, there's values, morals, yeah. and ways that you decide to raise your children. So, I mean, that's why I'm saying, like, you know, your mom may have stemmed from that background to mm-hmm. then be able to teach you. But the two of us aren't religious people. Yeah. So how would we raise our child with, without that foundation, but without do, steps or morals? Do you need a religion for morality? You don't. But if we don't have that to stem from or to have a foundation off of, we then need to write a list of the things that we have as a mission, as a family. I agree, but just basic knowledge of good and bad. It's good to do well in life. It's bad to just sit around and not do nothing. Like it's, A lot of it is, is, is common sense at the end of the day. Mm, yes, you yes know, and no. It's, but good, how? it's good to... <laughs> Celebrate yourself, but it's bad to smack your mother around or smack right. Your, but what your are the stories around? and lessons that we would give example off of as far as that could be in comparison to like the Bible that mm. has plenty of stories where you have examples of what that could be? I mean, I don't think you need specific, well, maybe you do need specific <laughs> stories per se, but a lot of the Bible from what I've read is just common sense. That's okay. But also another example would probably be routine, where Mm. religions come with routine, where you know every Sunday, what are you doing every Sunday? They go to church every Sunday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, certain holidays that are specified for a particular um, 
I don't know, celebrations or ceremonies. Yeah, there's yeah. a day for that. Yeah. So there's a constant routine that people are also accustomed to that teach there's lessons within everything is what I'm trying to get down to mm-hmm, at the same mm-hmm. point. So yeah. That's the that's the pros I feel like with religion comes all of those lessons that you're able to get through routine but and I don't think religion is the only way. Look like look at uh, somebody who practiced martial arts. Um mm-hmm. in Japan before you go into the dojo, the dojo is like the training facility. You mm-hmm. have to bow. You have to show respect to the, the space, the energy inside the space. You have to practice uh, certain moves infinite amount of times in order to become a master. Mm-hmm. Look at um, some of the Tibetan monks who... Uh, but is that a religion? It's not spirituality. a... Spirituality. It's, it's discipline. It's spirituality. Look at the t- Tibetan monks who... Um, train their bodies to meditate for hours and hours and hours and hours. They're not praying to a god per se. Maybe it's Buddha or something. But Buddhism isn't really a a religion. It's like a belief system. It's like structured. You know what I mean? But someone can say the same thing about Christianity. Where, Where, okay, religion, maybe we need to figure out what the definition is. Religion. Is a belief... According to Oxford Dictionary, is the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a person, personal God or gods. Outside of yourself. Okay. (laughs) An entity outside of yourself. Right. What 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 I was trying to explain is martial arts. uh, Yes. The monks who practice meditation, they don't really look outside of their self. For the they look answers, within. they look within. You know what I mean? And it takes practice, discipline. So then that's a spiritual belief as opposed to a religion. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So then are we both considered spiritual beings? I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm definitely working on it. Um, so what are you now? I'm, I'm, just I'm a human spiritual. Walking around. To a certain extent. But I believe I should put more discipline and and practices into what I believe in, like meditation or jogging every day instead of every so other day. So to define the things that will bring you closer to God. Yeah. Yeah. Or bring you closer to yourself. Yeah. A lot of people believe that God is an outside entity that you can't touch or feel. What but if I believe that God is within all of us? Like that's we're, what, that's we're all I'm, God. That's a what piece I'm saying. Like. Individually, we're nothing, but collectively, we are God-like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we can cre- achieve so many great things once we unify, have discipline, and I guess set principles that everyone can agree on. Right. You know what I mean? I think that was the whole purpose of creating a religion or Christianity to have everyone agree on set principles. That we could all abide by, you know. You got the Ten Commandments in the in the in the Bible. You know what I mean. Those were set principles that a lot of people agree to abide by. Mm-hmm. You know, so things wouldn't go haywire and go crazy. Right. You got, um, I think there's like forty eight principles of Maat in in Egyptian, Ma- belief. Mm-hmm. yeah, in Egyptian beliefs, like. Each culture has set 
principles that they abide by. Martial arts, they have set principles that they abide by. Right. You know? So then I feel like as spiritual beings that aren't in belief with religions, Hmm. we do need things that we have set for ourselves to be able to be closer to our God or the God that we believe in. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay, so moving on (laughs) with belief. Um, I think it was a great segue to also just to discuss and talk about the things that you believe about you, mm-hmm. about your work. Okay. Okay. What do you believe is going to happen for your future? For my future? Um, like, how far are we talking? Like, I'm leaving it as broad, broad. as possible so that you can decide where you want to take this. Um, I would like to have a nice photography studio or art house that all creators and creatives can come together and just have freedom of expression, you know, unadulterated freedom of expression. You know, I think a lot of great ideas and um, structure for the future comes from freedom of expression. People just bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, back in the days, they used to have uh, philosophers in Greek, uh, in Greece or whatever. Greek philosophers used to come together and just bounce philosophies off of off of each other, you know. And that created a, a foundation of how they saw the world was going to end up in the future, you know. He's such an artist. <laughs> I thought I was the artist. Yeah, I was a ramble, ramble, but you know, just just creatives coming together and making the community like an art collective. Yeah, a community, a community. Yeah. You know, yeah, okay. a renaissance. You know what I mean? How about yourself? <laughs> what I believe, um, I have a lot of things on my list, but I think the things that are probably what I believe to be possible very soon is to have like an art school. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm not going to go into detail. Hey man, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Uh, art school? Um, I, I want it to be somewhere where people can be able to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes we, we only look at artists that went to art school mm. as people that have accomplished something. But what if someone does not have access or an mm. opportunity to go to art school? Yeah. So I want a place where people feel comfortable to continue their practices in whatever art field that they're interested in learning and have those resources for an affordable price. And would it be um, a broad spec- spectrum of art, not just Rococo and Rembrandt periods? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. So... <laughs> I had this thing that I started called 54 Plus Fine Arts in 2014. Mm -hmm. The whole idea behind that is to focus solely on art by black people. Nice. Because when I was in school, I couldn't find those resources. And it was up until maybe 2011 or 2012 Mm -hmm. when a show called 30 Americans came to my school when people were like, oh, yeah, like, this is so awesome. But they were like 30 African-American contemporary artists. Mm-hmm. And that's when there was like an interest in black people's art. 
But I felt like I need to be able to have a space or a, a database for people to research different artists from all over the world that are black. Yeah. Hence the word 54 plus. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to first stem from 54, which is Africa, 54 countries mm-hmm. plus the diaspora. Okay. So giving people access to all of the different artists in those countries and then all of the different people in the diaspora mm. that had a creative artistry, a creative uh, business, a creative something going on so that we could all somehow be connected and eventually, like, the big dream and the big goal was for me to have a gallery mm. in Zimbabwe and also a school, like the art school that I mentioned to you. Mm. So kids were interested in, you know, learning about arts. Maybe they can do it for a, a holiday break or something like that. But I would fly in all of the artist friends that I met from these places. Mm. And they would do a residency, an art residency. At the end, they will do an art show. But in order for them to make money, you know, because a lot of us artists, like, we can't just stop everything and, hey, you know, we're doing a residency. Mm -hmm. You will be compensated by teaching an art course or teaching a semester of artwork to these students. Then when your residency is over, you go somewhere else. That's nice. I think it works full circle when when you're an artist, you're working on your craft. It helps you out in the long run when you can teach it because it makes you better. Mm-hmm. Like it gives you a deeper understanding of your craft. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I still want that goal to be accomplished. Mm-hmm. I think part of the reason why I haven't started it yet or haven't taken it thus far as I feel like I'm not, not ready. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to learn more and meet people that I can connect with mm-hmm. and learn from. Um, but yeah, like I don't want to be fifty in doing this. So I mean, it's, it's no, it's no time like today, man. It's no time right. like today. Whether right. Just connecting with people. Um, yeah. so we got social media, so it's easy to connect with people all definitely, over the world. Definitely. So, for anyone that's listening. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. I this this has always been a dream of mine to have this art school, but to support artists that I've met along the way, support mm. new artists that I meet, and just have a residency where they can be outside of America or be outside of whatever country they're in, mm. go somewhere where they can seek refuge and feel free, and in exchange, they're teaching and providing these services to you know students that want to be artists. I was. Um listening to a podcast uh i forget what what it was called but it was about this school in baltimore who was Mm -hmm. sitting um quote unquote troubled kids to Mm -hmm. uh i think africa maybe nigeria or or, um somewhere in west africa somewhere in west africa (laughs) for for two years and Mm -hmm. um it was a it was like an eye-opening experience for those kids, you know. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that uh, the program um, didn't get enough funding to continue. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel that the more people who are introduced to different mindsets, different cultures around the world, especially young inner-city black and brown kids, um, the more mentally 
energized they are to create. I believe their own that thing, also. That know? would be great. I mean, even if there was a, an exchange opportunity, yeah, yeah, where yeah, we yeah. would bring kids also with whatever the artists were mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. want an opportunity to be in a space that are learning with different kids from different places in the yeah, country. Yeah. So yeah, that's. I mean, I mean that's that that's a great way to get an understanding of other cultures. I think that's a major problem here in the U.S. that mm-hmm. people don't communicate. People stay in their uh, bubbles with a lot of tribalism mentality. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's not really challenging to anyone and it doesn't really benefit us as a community here. Yeah. Well, I believe that... I don't want to continue living my life after maybe two or three years mm. working for somebody else. Under, I definitely <laughs> understand that. Man. Like I, I'm working for somebody else right now, you know, to put, pay the bills, keep the lights on and do all mm-hmm. that stuff. But can you imagine how powerful that would be and how more satisfying it would be to pay the bills and make sure the lights are on with your own business yeah, being your own boss. and not to knock people that love and appreciate the nine to five, but that's mm-hmm. just not my, that's not what I want yeah, I'm, for I'm, myself. I'm the same way, man. I, I love creating and I love, you know, monetizing off of what I create. Mm-hmm. It's like no freer feeling to like create your own schedule and, you know, yeah. do what you have to or do what you want to pursue your goals. And sometimes I felt like I didn't have the drive to do it. Like I wasn't strong enough or I wasn't organized enough to do the full-time thing. Do you feel that you have a more drive because we have a kid? No. This is before Wami. Okay, okay, okay. I think that just having the fear of not having a crutch for the nine... Like, I Mm -hmm. I didn't have a nine-to-five as a crutch is Mm -hmm. a scary thing to me. Like, ever since I was 15, I've always held a job. Mm -hmm. And it's always been for somebody else. Knowing that at some point I'm going to work for myself, but I like I feel like maybe I I don't I'm not good enough. <clears throat> not good enough. <clears throat> Remember what the, what the what episode episode one thinking that you're not good enough. Exactly. No, I know that. So <clears throat> is, is what you're going to manifest in the physical. Right. Thing. So I'm trying not to manifest that, but I'm saying these are the <clears throat> reasons why I haven't started. Yeah. My dreams and my goals is because I'm scared and I don't feel like I'm good enough. Yeah, I think my problem is um, a little bit of doubting myself and not being as consistent as I should mm-hmm. be. You know, get my getting my ten thousand hours in practicing every day. Right, and you know that's why I'm in therapy because yeah. <laughs> I want to figure I want to figure it now <laughs> before it's too late. We don't have that much time, and mm. although it doesn't matter what point you start, I feel like. Now is my time. I, yeah. I really feel like that. Like I feel like from now until five years from now, it's the moment for me to figure out what I want to do with my life. There's a, a definite uh, social shift into black entrepreneurship. You know, um, there's a lot more entrep- black entrepreneurs in the world than there was maybe five or ten years ago. And that's ago. a beautiful thing. That's you know? why I don't believe that <laughs> article that was saying in 2050 or whatever that mm. we're going to be poor. Yeah. Did yeah. you read that silly article? That's just negative affirmations. It's, it's quote-unquote science, but negative affirmations for yeah. sure because it's like, well, why would you even wish that upon us <laughs> Yeah, yeah. when a lot of us are thriving? I don't think they meant us as black folk. I think they meant 
the whole United States as a Oh, no, whole. they said black folk. Babe. Really? They said black folk. Oh, I'll show you that article. Geez, they said black Louise. folk. But, um... Yeah, I don't believe that at all. I believe yeah. that there will be a lot of entrepreneurial spirits in the future, a lot of black-owned businesses. Right. Um, I just, like... And that's the thing, too, where I feel like the reason also why I haven't taken... Why I've slowed down mm-hmm. on this goal is I also want to make sure that I have the right paperwork and the right whatnot to get it done because... And studying and figuring out Not even out the, studying, but it's like, how do steps. I do this right? Like, I yeah. don't know. I don't have an Uncle Bob to tell me how to, you know, run a business and make sure that... I think a lot of that deals with um, <clears throat> trying to find a mentor who's already in the field. Exactly. So I need yeah. to get myself out there. As soon as this quarantine is over, I feel like I still need to... Maintain the relationships that I already have. I have so many like people that I can reach to that I would, mm-hmm. I'm sure, would be, on you know, honored for me to ask them. Yeah. So I think I just need to get on it and stop being scared. Yeah, man. You and me both. You and me both, man. And just go for it. Just go for it, man. Go. Just grab it by the. You too, whoever's listening, just go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Grab it by the hoo-hahs and and go, man. So, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much more about our topic on belief, but I'm glad it just took this kind of turn to discuss these things. How do you think belief should be exercised within a household that is spiritual? (laughs) Thank you for asking me. I thought you would never. (laughs) Um, I think that we should probably, like, figure out what's important to the both of us. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's solely up to me to make that decision, Mm -hmm. but what's important to you, what's important to me, Mm -hmm. and making sure that we stay consistent with what we believe in. Even if one day we're like, oh, I changed my mind. But it's like, all right, well, let's look at what we said before. And Mm -hmm. to stick with those things. Because I think writing something down is one thing, but actually practicing it is another. Yeah, yeah. But also making sure that whatever we want for our child and how we want to raise him and how we want to discipline, that that also should be something that we talk about, too. Mm. How about you? (laughs) I believe that... um, It's probably a good idea to um, maybe take elements from other social beliefs that we agree upon, mm-hmm. you know, and coming up with a a certain set of principles. I think that's fair. You know? Yeah. And um, I'm not saying abide by it like it's law, but just have a nice foundation to, yeah. to, to or even upon. like a fa- family mantra we can do <laughs> you yeah, know yeah on a special occasion or a certain day that we dedicate for family and just be like you know let's do this thing let's spend time with each other mm-hmm. let's make sure that we're you know in tune and still on track as a family let's mm-hmm. catch up with one another and make sure that we're aware of what's going on in our lives and our spirits and our minds mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> so I know you come from a a large family. Yes. Were most of the family Christian or were there oh, any other beliefs? Yeah, any my. other belief systems? Thank you so much for asking. Um, so 
I was raised when I was living in Zimbabwe. I was raised by my grandparents for seven years of my life, and they were Christian. Mm. My grandmother was Presbyterian, and I think my granddad was Catholic. Okay. But we went to a Presbyterian church every Sunday. And And what was that like? White Jesus on the wall? (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) every Sunday we would go and like the music would wouldn't be like gospel gospel like like that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, Jesus loves me. Mm-hmm. Um, but very much opera version of it. Yeah. Um, and it was very diverse. The church was very diverse. White people, Asians, black, you know. Um, beautiful, lovely people. And for a while, my aunt was Buddhist. Mm-hmm. And my godmother is a Buddhist. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming here. And when my godmother would watch me, we would pray together because I was like, I want to be a Buddhist. Like, it was so lovely to me that you had, like, this routine every morning yeah. where you wake up and say, nam renge, nam like, that whole thing, yeah. like, lifted my spirit. So every time I went to visit her, like, every time I used to go over her house, we would, you know, I would be able to be in her sacred space praying with her. Mm-hmm. And I thought mm-hmm. that was phenomenal. And for my, a while, my biological father, when I also moved here, he spent some time with us, and he, at the time, was Muslim. Mm. So that was interesting to kind of observe. And I'm so like, okay, well. you had well, a whole plethora of every <laughs> I had a taste and a preview of <laughs> yeah. everything. Like, okay, yeah. this is interesting. And then when my mom met my dad, um, his family are Akan. Mm. And that is a tradition. I don't think the word religion is what they like to use to describe this, so... It's like a belief system. Uh, yeah, traditional, it's belief. traditional belief yeah. system. Yeah, yeah. yeah, spiritual, spiritual. Yeah. And it was a con. So within the con community here, I also witnessed a lot. So imagine having all of those religions and spiritualities like within a span of maybe five years that you're exposed to. I would be so confused inside. I'm like, what is going on? I don't know know who I want to pray to. So, and at the same time, your grandma's like, Jesus loves you. Make sure you're reading your Bible, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. my mom's like, don't read that Bible. There's nothing in there for you, you know? Like, it's not even important. Yeah. And, you know, just like no, no structure as far as like, no solid structure as far as like, Indigo, this is what we're, you know, this is what what you what we believe. This is what's in. true. No, yeah. because I had moments where I, when I was in those spaces, like this, what was told to me or what I heard was, this is what you should believe in. Okay. But as I look at it now, my household and how I was raised was maybe ninety percent a con, ninety five percent, ninety eight percent, because I was in that environment for most of my life. Mm. And yeah, that was interesting too. What was your question about it? I was just just asking the background. Okay, yeah. So that's my background as far as my exposure to religion and spirituality. So it makes sense that you're more spiritual because you had a little taste of everything. So it's probably Mm -hmm. a lot of things just mixed into A lot of things. It's not a lot of things mixed. Well, maybe it is Mm -hmm. because I take a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. and try to understand it a little bit better. Because for part of my life, I was like, all of this is not 
doesn't all of this isn't what I want. Yeah. It was just thrown at me. Yeah. And maybe that's what religion is. It's something that is given to you and passed on from families. Yeah. But it's up to you to make a decision as to if that's what you want to continue in believing. From families and colonizers, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> How much time we got? Um, I, yeah. It's, it's a very touchy subject for me. Like, yeah. I don't like to be pressed and pushed about what I believe in and what my religion is. Because I also think it's nobody's business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think how I worship and how I pray and how I am closer to God is none of anybody's business. Unless I'm talking to you now about belief and you've asked me a question. But yeah. I don't want someone to impose their beliefs on me. Yeah, yeah. Pity which up. is which is uh, which is what a lot of religion entails is people imposing like you could see somebody on the street uh have you heard have you uh let's just say witnesses per se um they will pass out pamphlets and be like do you know god do you do do, do, right and what if i said no i don't know god and i don't care to like they'll still chase me down and be like god loves you you know like i didn't ask you to do that it's like imposing like (laughs) i did a lot of okay I used to go to uh, Bible study as a kid. I'm um, sure you got in trouble with your big mouth. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I got, I got in trouble, but church was right up the street. Um, I wasn't doing very well as a kid. I was always getting in trouble. and shit. My mom was like, I go up to the church, this, that, and the third. And plus, they had good breakfast every Sunday. <laughs> like, you can go up there and get some bacon also, and some I'm eggs. I'm also acting like I didn't like, I didn't like that either. Yeah. Every every time church let out, you would have your nice biscuits laid out Man, with cookies and cakes. the food was great. Oh, my was, God. Was great. But then also just how people were so... Loving and congregating yeah. with each other, yeah. like that's what I miss yeah. about it too. Like, yeah. But um, when I was in Bible study, um, I would ask questions that that got me kicked out. Um, like, um, Adam and Eve had uh, Cain and Abel. They were k- kicked out of the Garden of Eden or whatever, and they went over some mountain. And so I think Cain or Abel, one of them, had found a wife, but. If there were only Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel in the world, where the, where the hell did he find a wife at, you know? So I asked that to one of my te- uh, Bible study teachers, and she was like, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> it's the word of God. Get out, get out, yeah. get out. So, And that's another thing where it's like, with certain religions, you can't question it. You can't question it. So or there's that's, no... that's in the back of my head, like, okay, <laughs> if I can't question it or you can't, provide answers to the very simple question what is it really about right exactly you know i i need that's another thing for myself is it about control is it about just shut up right and listen? i need this to is know the word of god right and that's law or is it about but maybe the whole point of it is for the person to interpret it for what it is for them Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I ain't got time for that. Yeah, man. I've, I've definitely read the Bible. I read much the love to you guys that do believe in things. But yeah, I read the Quran, and um, when I didn't see myself inside of the book, I, I I I searched the world until I found myself. You know. Yeah. And it's no specific, structured, organized religion that 
me personally, I abide by. So do you feel left out because of that? Do you feel no, like... No, I don't feel left you out feel at bad all. Or I feel like I'm in a safe space. I feel like I'm in a safe space. I, I feel that there are certain things for certain people because they need specific things from that. So how how do you feel when you came around and saw the Akom with my family? I was cool with it because I was looking... Before, right after, let's say, early high school, I was researching... You know, black power, like, I'm telling you, I was woke before there was woke. And I was researching a lot of black power things. And when YouTube first came out, I was listening to a lot of lectures, a lot of, uh, was it John Henrik Clark? A lot of history, African-American and African history. A lot of African history. And a lot of that just made sense to me, you know. But I think... You should be able to take bits and pieces that resonate with you, resonates with you out of any belief system. That's fair. In order to create who you want to be as a person, you know, as long as you're not out here killing infidels and stuff like that or bringing right. Home as to long other as you people. are living righteously and exactly. live a righteous life. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> the church that I went to. The walls were covered in a European face. Not your face. Not my face. In a predominantly black neighborhood. And I was singing like this. Ha, 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 you know ha, what I mean? Ha, <laughs> like ha, ha. Blue eyes, blonde hair, Cesar Chavez, or whatever the dude name is. But I did not <laughs> see myself. You know, it. and that's funny because now we live in a times where Wami's not going to have that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also just like changing the subject a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's also why I didn't really like watching a lot of cartoons when I was a kid. Because mm-hmm. I didn't see myself. I saw the brothers. Like, they all, yeah. all put, put like, a, a, a brown guy or a black guy yeah. in yeah. a show. But they would never put a sister in it or, yeah. like, a girl or female that's black. And if they do, black. it'd just be, like, one or two. One, right. Cut. And yeah. that was just, like, I didn't like that. Yeah. So a lot of the times that would crush me because I'm like... I want to know what my character, like, you know, I want to know what that black girl would have been like. Would have it been like me? There was, um, <laughs> y- you remember uh, Charlie Brown? Yes. Um, they had, uh, I think it was like a, a Thanksgiving special. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that. Where they were all sitting at a table. Charlie Brown was at the head. Mm-hmm. All the white little kids was on one side. And, there and was then the one, one brown black, kid on one the other black side. Boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on this side, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the type of messaging that they put out there to keep us, you know, thinking that we're less than or when right. we're, we're a minority when collectively we're not. Right. And that's why I try so hard with like Wami show. I know you're so annoyed with that show Achilles and me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. whenever I find something where there's more than one brown kid or if it's centered around a brown kid, mm. He can watch anything else, but as long as he knows that there's something out there that looks like him, mm. representation I think that's, yeah, representation matters. And I think as a mom, that's part of my job to make sure that he knows that mm. we can, we're capable of doing so many things. Yeah. And by, you know, TV is one of the, the examples of that. Yeah. 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 I definitely uh, appreciate television shows or comic books that give black people it's just due. You know, Black Panther was great. 
going off on a, a limb here. Uh, no, no, it's fine. There was a, a great show back in the day on Disney Channel called The Famous Jack Jackson. Yeah. Man, I was in love with that show. It was mm-hmm. like, it was a black kid as the lead. And he's no, a- and then when Proud Family started yeah. coming in. Right. So yeah. in our teen years, you started seeing that. But as a, like a young kid, like I rarely saw. And I also lived in Africa, so they weren't even any black dolls. Yeah. Even... My like, mom had to send them to me. Pop culture, man. They had Spice Girls with one black person in it. Like, it was crazy, but, you know. Yeah. You know. But, um, dang, we're going on an hour now, man. All right. Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to us and taking the time out of your day to do so. Um, yeah. We have so much more in store. What do you have to say, Phil? Uh, let me end oh, your it quote off of the with day. The let me end it off with a nice quote. Um, While you're thinking of a quote, I think I'm going to do something too at the end of a segment. Go ahead. Is go to right just ahead. share like an artist. Why not? You okay. know. Go right ahead. Um, let me see who I would share. I want you guys to check out. Do 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 do. Harry James Marshall, mm. who is an African-American artist born in Birmingham, Alabama. And his work is so amazing. Just Google his name, Carrie James Marshalls, and check out his work. All right, that's me. <laughs> All right, here's my quote. Um, this is about love. Kindness in words create confidence. Kindness in thinking creates profoundness. Kindness in giving creates love. Lao Tzu. Is that another Buddha quote? No, it's from Lao Tzu. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'm just because you. Okay. All right. Thank All you right. for that. All right, man. Tune into the next episode. And thank you. We are Creative Habits Podcast.